Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of the Chris Carpenter Show. Uh, hope everybody had a great week. Hope everybody is going to have a great Labor Day weekend. It's going to be a fun three-day weekend. College football is officially back. And then we've got the NFL coming up next weekend. So great time of the year. Um, we're going to talk a little bit of realignment today. Um, in case you missed it, last week I did give my tech predictions for the year um, went game by game so I'm recording this about four hours before tech kicks off against Houston so tune in and hopefully I'm right about my prediction on that one um, we're also going to do some uh, predictions with my two favorite NFL teams the Dallas Cowboys and the Kansas City Chiefs um, I'm also going to give you some general NFL predictions that I have and then we'll do some Star Trek talk with Lower Decks, Prodigy, and Picard. And then we'll end with some wrestling talk, AEW All Out, and a little bit about next week's SmackDown at Madison Square Garden. So big news this week out of realignment. It looks like that this upcoming week, the Big 12 will officially invite four new teams into the Big 12. Um, BYU, Cincinnati, Houston, and Central Florida. Um, so if you've been listening to my show, we've been talking about um, all these teams, and I've given you my thoughts on these teams a lot. The one that jumps out is Houston. I, I'm still disappointed that we're going to bring them in. Um, hopefully it turns out to be more of a TCU situation. It doesn't really elevate them. They just basically are a middle-of-the-pack team, um, but we'll we'll see what happens with them. You know, uh, Central Florida, I think, is a very solid addition. That's going to get the Big 12 into Florida. Um, you know, Central Florida's got, they've got some money. Um, you, you've got that major metropolitan area, Orlando, um, you know, with Disney and Universal's around there. I think that's a really solid uh, pickup uh, football-wise. You know, basketball-wise, they're, eh, you know. Um, and, and then I don't know anything about baseball with them. But um, pretty solid. I think that's a pretty solid addition. Um, Cincinnati, I think it's a pretty, pretty good solid addition as well. That's going to build a little bit more of a bridge that makes sense uh, with West Virginia. West Virginia is not going to be out there on an island. Um, you know, Cincinnati's been solid in football. Basketball, normally, they're very strong in. Um, and so I think that's a pretty solid addition. And then finally, you got BYU. And, you know, I talked about, you know, BYU doesn't really do anything for me. Um, and part of that is I grew up in El Paso as a UTEP fan. And, you know, BYU, we, we were exposed to the BYU, what they, all the stuff that they like to pull. Um, but I think overall, that's still a pretty solid addition because that does give you a lot of eyeballs. Um, you know, the Mormon uh, church is a massive population of people. And I think that you're you're adding a lot of those eyeballs uh, the, to watching your product. None of these four teams replaces Oklahoma and Texas. Um, let's get that out of the way first. But this does stop the bleeding, and I you know I I, I think this is going to be um, it's a temporary fix. I think you know again I've I've said it before. I don't think the SEC is done expanding. Um, which that may, that may eventually force the Pac-12's hand. I think I still think Tech Tech's best 
opportunity and chance is for the SEC to expand and bring in Texas Tech and then shut the door on any other conference getting into Texas. Um, and so, but I think that's probably going to be two, three years down the road at this point. So that's, um, so right now we're at a temporary fix. Texas Tech needs to understand they are the big dogs in this conference. And, I, and I'm not talking in terms of, oh, we are the top dog in football and all that. But if you look at resources, money, prestige, Texas Tech and Oklahoma State are the two big dogs. And so we need to conduct ourselves like UT and OU used to, and we dictate the terms in the conference. And we ensure that the conference decisions are made for the betterment of us at Tech. We're the big dogs. Let's act like it. So we're probably going to end up with divisions again. Um, one model I saw was uh, maybe a Western division and an Eastern division. Um, the model I saw was Tech would be with Oklahoma State, BYU, um, Kansas, and Kansas State. And then I believe TCU was the sixth team on there. And so then your Eastern division would be Baylor, Houston, um, West Virginia, Cincinnati, Central Florida, uh, I'm missing a team somewhere, Baylor. <laughs> I, I promise you I can count to 12. Oh, Iowa State. I'm missing Iowa State. Sorry, Cyclones. Um, I like those divisions. That's fine. Um, you know, we don't have to do the every year, every, every year fly out to West Virginia. Um, you know, with basketball, I would like to see us maybe go, th- to, go to that division format as well where um, we're playing home and home with our divisional opponents like we used to, and then you're, you're playing one game uh, with the other divisional opponents. Um, I, like that syst- I like that system. I think our division, if that Western division, is, is a pretty solid division as far as opponents. Um, but we'll see how, how it all kind of shakes out. Um, you know, like I said, it's a Band-Aid on the wound, and it's, it's a temporary fix we're still going to lose money, but we're not going to lose as much money bringing these teams in. Um, what's going to be interesting now is what is the AAC going to do to respond? Are they going to raid a lower conference like Conference USA? I mean, it's just, you know, dominoes are going to continue to fall. And like I said, I, don't, I still don't think the SEC is done. They're done for now. Um, and by the way, I think this is another indication that this whole like four years, oh, you know, Tech and or Texas and Oklahoma are leaving in four years. No, um, it is done after this year. They are gone. Um, so, good news is we still get we'll still get to get our licks in with uh, Judas Chris Beard, Country Club Chris Beard coming to Lubbock, um, which is I can't wait for that game. By the way, speaking of you know Mr. Country Club himself, uh, he is actually attempting to do fireside chats at the University of Texas. And it is as bad as you can imagine. Um, so uh, Country Club Beard, count me as one of the haters, as you as you so eloquently talked about on that monstrosity of a fireside chat from the People's Republic of Austin. So if you haven't seen it, it and then compare it to 
what he did at Tech. It's <laughs> it's like when Disney bought Star Wars and what they've done to Star Wars. It is the Jar Jar Binks of internet shows now. That's what it is. So have fun with that, Country Club Beard. We will see you soon enough when you come down here. And then you'll skedaddle to the SEC and you will get me to do something that I rarely ever do, and that is root for Kentucky to win in basketball. So have fun with that. But anyway, that's that's where realignment's at. Um, you know, it is what it is. Uh, we'll, we'll see how everything shakes out. You know, the Big 12 has a little bit of a life life raft. Um, it's the, the realignment stuff's not done. It's just done for now. Um, I think the Pac-12 made some made a bad mistake not expanding, and I think soon enough you will you will hear reports. I mean, not probably any you know this year, but I think the the, the next big domino to fall is going to be you're going to hear reports USC and Oregon bolting the Pac-12. Is it for the Big Ten or does the SEC swoop in? I think the SEC is going to swoop in. Um, you know. Uh, I think most people, a lot of sports experts say this, and I agree with them. The SEC is in the process of building their own NFL in college football. And, you know, you're you're going to see them continue to expand. They're at 16. I think they're, they're going to get to at least 16 more. And right now, nobody is really stopping them. So... Anyway, so that's that's our tech realignment talk for today. Um, let's talk a little bit NFL football. So next, uh, well actually, it's this Thursday, the NFL season kicks off. Um, so I have been a, lo- a lifelong Dallas Cowboys fan. Like I tell people, I'm I'm old enough to remember when they actually won Super Bowls, um, and so I, I they are my first love, the Dallas Cowboys. Um, but it's also, I've become numb to their losing ways because they've got old Jera and Jera doesn't know how to run a football team. And so we end up with, uh, every year it's just heaps upon heaps upon heaps of disappointment. Um, I'm a big Patrick Mahomes fan. I mean, obviously he went to tech and so when the chiefs drafted him, I started to follow the chiefs. And so I would count myself as a Chiefs fan as well. Call me a bandwagoner, whatever, you know, whatever whatever you want to say. But, yeah, Chiefs kingdom as well. So I'm going to talk through predictions for both of these teams. Um, and they do play this year. And I'm going to talk about that game a little bit because, you know, where is my allegiance going to be? Well, you know, right now I, I, I'm pretty sure I know where it's going to be. But we'll see when we get to November. So let's start with the Cowboys. Um, so the Cowboys are opening up this Thursday. They're playing Tampa Bay. Uh, Tampa Bay, this is going to be their big night to celebrate their Super Bowl victory. Everybody's getting their rings. The banner is going to unfurl. So, you know, I don't have a lot of high expectations for the Cowboys this year. I mean, I've just learned to accept that this is what we are. But... I'm gonna. I'm thinking they're gonna win on Thursday. Um, you know, I think typically your Super Bowl winners. There's a little bit of a hangover um, that first game. There's all that pageantry at the beginning, and I think the Cowboys are gonna have enough to put together a victory Thursday night against the Bucks. 
So, you know, woo, they'll have the best record for, for one week. They then go to the Chargers. They're going to play at the Chargers um, that next Sunday. And, you know, the Chargers are improved. Um, I, you know, I think Justin Herbert is going to be a fantastic quarterback. But I think the Cowboys have enough to pull it out and get themselves to 2-0. and um, I'm, I'm trying not to be a homer here and, and, and a blind Cowboys fan, but, I mean, I just – the Chargers are uh, – I just – I don't think they're, they're, they're there yet necessarily. They then go to Philadelphia. Actually, they don't go to Philadelphia. They then have their home opener at Philly – and, you know, it's on Monday Night Football, ESPN. I don't think Philly's that good, but the last few times the Cowboys have been on ESPN, they have just laid a big, fat egg, and I think they do that again, and I think Philly pulls out the victory, which will cause the Cowboys to fall to 2-1 and one on the season. They then play Carolina, which that's good news. I th- Carolina's... Kind of on the bottom tier of the of the NFL this year. I mean, who is their who is their quarterback? I, I'm still not sure to be honest with you, um, but I think I think they pull out the win against Carolina. Um, again, some good news. They play the Giants next, and you know that's it's at home, so I'm going to give it to the Cowboys on that one. So that's four wins already. I know it's it's kind of sounding like I'm a homer, but. If you if you look at the schedule, I mean, you've got some teams that aren't very good uh, from the outset. Um, then they go play at New England, and you know, New England didn't make the playoffs last year. They just released Cam Newton. Um, they're going to be starting Mac Jones, but I am a huge Bill Belichick guy. It's at New England. I think the Cowboys get boat raced here, and so I think they will lose to the New England Patriots. That will get them to the bye week. So at the bye week, I believe they will be four and two. Okay. Not bad start, but again, look at who they've played thus far. Um, they come back from the bye week and they're playing the Minnesota Vikings. And it's the bad news is it's at Minnesota, which means we're gonna have to hear the most annoying sound in the world which is that stupid Viking horn. Um, And I think we're going to have to hear it a lot because I think Minnesota beats beats the Cowboys here. Uh, And so the Cowboys uh, end up at 4-3 and at that point. Um, They then end up with the Denver Broncos. I think they beat Denver. Uh, Denver's had their number the last few years. Um, But, you know, Denver's a mess. Uh, You know, John Elway doesn't know how to pick a quarterback. You know, he was able to get Peyton Manning to come. But beyond that, he is just, I mean, it's a hot mess with the quarterback. Who, who is their quarterback? Um, who knows? So they're 5-3 they're and three at that point. They then get the Atlanta Falcons, um, and I think they beat the Atlanta Falcons there. Um, you know, Atlanta has got issues, and it's, it's at home. I think they beat them. That'll get them to 6-3. and three. They then have the Kansas City Chiefs. It's at Arrowhead, 6-4. and four. Uh, Mahomes is going to light him up. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you right now, spoiler alert, I think I'm going to be rooting for the Chiefs in that game. <laughs> um, it's it's just the Chiefs are so much fun to watch. 
And the Cowboys are just uh, pain and sadness all the time. <laughs> so 6-4, and four, um, then they get their Thanksgiving game. They get the Las Vegas Raiders here. And I think they drop another one to get to six and five. You know, the Cowboys have just been awful on Thanksgiving lately. And, you know, yeah, I don't think Las Vegas is that strong of a team. But again, the Cowboys just, they've not been good on Thanksgiving. Um, and so I think they dropped to six and five. They then go to at New Orleans. This is going to be a Thursday night, another Thursday night game. You know, New Orleans has lost Drew Brees, which is, I mean, that's a huge loss. I like I like Jameis Winston. I also like Taysom Hill still being there, and I'm a big fan of Sean Payton. I think they're going to still have a pretty solid season in New Orleans, and so I think they beat the Cowboys, and so the Cowboys dropped to six and six at that point. Um, they then they then will go play the Redskins at Washington at that point. Um, I don't think the Redskins uh, have have much of a quarterback. Um, they're doing the Fitzpatrick thing. Um, they've got a solid defense. I think the Cowboys will pull it out against the Redskins. And so we get, we get to seven and six at that point. Then it's at the Giants. That seems primed for a Cowboys lay an egg type game, seven and seven. Um, they then play the Redskins again. This will be a Sunday night football game at, um, AT&T, AT&T stadium. I think they pull that win out. So they're eight and seven. Then they go play the Cardinals, Cliff Kingsbury and the Arizona Cardinals. It'll be at uh, Cowboy Stadium. I'm I'm really high on the Cardinals this year. I think they're going to have a pretty solid season. I think they do make the playoffs, and so I think they beat the Cowboys here. Uh, that'll get the Cowboys to 8-8, eight and eight, which that's their normal record, but we've got 17 games this year, so 8-8 eight and eight no more. Um, so eight, nine, nine, and eight is going to be the new, uh, cowboy thing. And they're playing at Philly. That's a recipe. I've seen that rerun before. Here's my prediction. The Cowboys will be in the playoff contention at that point. Wait, wild card could even be the divisional, uh, divisional for the NFC East, because I don't think anybody's going to be that good this year again. And so they're eight and eight. They have to go to at Philly and We've seen this. We've seen this rerun before. They lay an egg. They fall to eight and nine, um, and then they will miss the playoffs again. That's what that's what the Cowboys do. I hope I'm wrong, um, but that's kind of what I see from them. You know, as far as who wins the NFC East, who even knows? I mean, the Cowboys still could win the NFC East at eight and nine, um, but you know. That's that's kind of where I see them finishing. If they somehow make it in the playoffs at eight and nine, I think that they'll be dispatched fairly quickly um, against whoever. And and I'll talk more about my NFL my general NFL predictions here after we do the Chiefs schedule. But um, so I'm I'm predicting an eight and nine Cowboys record. Um, does Mike McCarthy lose his job? I don't think so at this point. I just I don't really care at this point either. It doesn't matter. Uh, we, as long as you got Jera running the show, this is what we're gonna get. So, um, yeah, <laughs> that's what that's what it is with the Cowboys. It's just yeah, a lot of sadness and sadness and pain. <laughs> so let's talk about a brighter spot, and that's the Kansas City Chiefs. 
Um, they're coming off two straight Super Bowl appearances. Um, you know, they've 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 been very dominant these last these last few years. Can they continue that dominance again for a for another year? Well, we uh, they start off with the Cleveland Browns, Baker Mayfield, and I think they'll beat them. Hopefully they beat them by a lot and embarrass Baker Mayfield because anytime you can embarrass Baker Mayfield is good. So I think they will start off 1-0. They get a big game, Sunday Night Football, the next week. They're playing at Baltimore. Um, and I, they've had Lamar Jackson's number. And at this point, who knows, Lamar could be out with COVID again. I mean, that guy, I think, tests positive for COVID every other week. So I think they will beat Baltimore to go to 2-0. and um, they then they then will come back home and play the Chargers um, at Arrowhead Stadium. I think they'll beat the Chargers to get themselves to three and zero. They'll play at Philadelphia. Philadelphia is awful. That'll get them to four and zero. We then got a we we then get another pretty solid Sunday night football game taken on Buffalo. It is at Arrowhead Stadium. I think this this could be one of the best early matchups of the year. Um, I'm really high on Buffalo as well. I think they're a pretty solid team. I think Buffalo puts it together and does knock off the Chiefs um, on this Sunday night football game, uh, which will cause the Chiefs to fall to 4-1 and one on the season. They then go to the Redskins. I think they'll beat the Redskins pretty easily. Again, the Redskins don't have a quarterback. So they'll beat the Redskins, uh, get themselves to 5-1. and one. Um, They then go play at Tennessee. That'll be a pretty solid game. And I'm not sure why is that a, a noon game. Because that, you know, Tennessee's going to be pretty solid this year as well. I think they do pull it out against um, Kansas City here. And so the Chiefs will fall to 5-2 and two, um, after playing Tennessee. But good news for them. They got a Monday night football date with the New York football giants and they will take care of business and get themselves to six and two. Uh, They then get Green Bay. That should be a pretty interesting game. Aaron Rodgers versus Patrick Mahomes. I thought we were going to get that last year in the Super Bowl, um, but the Tampa Bay kind of ruined that. Um, I think they I think the Chiefs pull this out. I think there's a lot of dysfunction this year in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers, and so I think he's. Uh, I think the Chiefs will pull that out to get to seven and two. Um, they then play at Las Vegas. You know the Raiders have really built themselves up as as the you know the team with the with the way that they've brought in players as the team best to challenge the Chiefs. Now the bad news has been for the Raiders. They they they're able to play the Chiefs really well, but the other teams they have really struggled mightily with beating. And so I think I think the Raiders end up pulling this one out. Um it'll I think it'll be a, a pretty close game, but I do think the Raiders pull this one out. So I think unfortunately Chiefs will fall to seven and three at that point, but good news—they play the Cowboys. They'll beat them to get to eight and three. They then get the Broncos, nine and three. <laughs> the Broncos are like the University of Kansas of the AFC West, um, and then they get the they get the Raiders again. Again, this is a noon game. I'm not sure why. Um, what the schedule is that week? I think they will get. I think they will beat the Raiders at Arrowhead. 
Um, you know, the, I think I think they're going to split with the Raiders. So that will get them to, you know, 9-3. and three. They then play at the Chargers. This will be a Thursday night football game. Um, this will be a close game, but I think they pull it out against the Chargers to get to 10-3. and three. Uh, they then get the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. I think that I think they'll they'll beat them. I think Pittsburgh's going to have a really tough year, so they get them to eleven and three. You've got Cincinnati. Um, at Cincinnati, Cincinnati's terrible. They'll win that one, so they're at thirteen and three. Then they got Denver. Depending on if they're resting starters, they may be. Um, if they're resting starters, that may be a loss. If they're not, if, if they're having to play for something like, you know, uh, number one seed, then they'll beat Denver. Just kind of depends. They're going to be either one or two. Uh, I think as far as the seeding, uh, it's going to depend on Buffalo. I think, I think Buffalo is going to be your next strongest, um, contender, but yeah, um, I think Kansas city will still win the AFC West. They'll still be in the playoffs. Um, again, you know, I just looking at their schedule, I, I think they, I think they they're going to do well enough to get to that 14 and three, 13 and four mark. Again, it'll depend on if there's anything to play for with that Denver game, um, that last Sunday of the season. So I think Kansas city wins the AFC West goes to the playoffs, Cowboys eight, and nine, Potentially could go to the playoffs as a wild card, I guess, even as the division winner, but they're not going to last very long. So let's talk about just general NFL um, predictions. Um, so starting with, with some of the other divisions that I have not talked about yet, let's talk about the NFC West. I think that's going to be probably one of the best divisions in football this year. I think all four teams are extremely talented and strong. Um, I think Arizona is going to surprise people. I think they will get a wild card. I don't think they're going to win the, um, the division. I think the Rams made a great move bringing in Matthew Stafford. I'm, I'm a big Matthew Stafford fan. I'm kind of glad he's not still stuck in the lions, Detroit lions wilderness. Um, I think they're going to, they're going to have a pretty solid season as well. Um, San Francisco, I think they'll, they'll bounce back. A lot of it'll depend on, you know, the Garoppolo injury and, you know, they did draft a, a new quarterback, but I think they'll bounce back. Um, you know, and then Seattle has been, you know, they're always strong. Um, my prediction for that division, I'm going to go with the Rams. I just, I really like the Matthew Stafford, um, just that trade and bringing him in. I think the Rams will win, win the NFC West. Um, but, you know, you may end up with all of your wild cards coming out of that NFC West division because I just think, you know, top to bottom, they're, they're all four of those teams are extremely strong. Now let's look at the NFC South. Um, as far as the NFC South, uh, you know, Atlanta, I think they're going to be still in rebuild mode. Carolina, they're still in rebuild mode. Uh, you know, and then you've got Tampa and New Orleans. They're they're going to duke it out. I think Tampa will win the division there, but I I do think New Orleans is going to have a pretty solid season as well. They could be in contention for a wild card. Um, so you've got three wild cards now with the with the new playoff format, and I think New Orleans could get themselves into the wild card just depending on uh, other other games and what what's going on in the NFC West. 
NFC East, like I've said, that's a mess. Who knows? Uh, whoever wins, it'll be <laughs> probably at eight and nine or nine and eight. Uh, then you've got the NFC North. Uh, this is an interesting division to me because you know Green Bay to me they're just they just seem to be on the brink here with Aaron Rodgers um, to a, a messy divorce like we saw with Brett Favre. Um, but they still they still have Aaron Rodgers. They re-signed Aaron Jones. Um, I mean, they've got some pieces, you know, and then you look at the rest of the division. You know, Minnesota is always up and down. Kirk Cousins is, I mean, he's inconsistently, he's, cons- he's consistent for his inconsistency. Um, but, I mean, I think they've got some talent. You know, Chicago, I'm not real sold on them. And Detroit is, I mean, they're the Lions. So I think Green Bay pulls out the division here, but I think they're going to have a quick exit in the playoffs. Um, and then Aaron Rodgers will be done as a Packer and may be done as a NFL quarterback. He may be, may be the next host of Jeopardy the way it's, it's headed right now. Um, so as far as the NFC playoffs go, um, I think the teams that uh, will – will have a chance to win the NFC championship. Um, I think certainly Tampa Bay will have a shot. It, it's hard to get back. We've seen that with the Chiefs. Um, you know, I think I think the NFC West, any of the NFC West teams that get in the playoffs will have a shot. Um, I'm still, I'm just really high on the Rams with, with Matthew Stafford. I think that's going to be a great, um, a great relationship, a great match. Um, and then, you know, um, I think if New Orleans sneaks in, they may have a shot as well. You know, to me, the NFC is there's just it's, it's very wide open. You know, the AFC is a little bit more top heavy. Um, the NFC is a lot more wide open. Um, so as far as who will be the NFC champion and go to the Super Bowl, this will probably change, you know, throughout the year. But just I'm, I'm going with my gut. Right now, I think we're going to see. Uh, I think we're going to see Tampa Bay repeat as NFC champions uh, and go to the Super Bowl again. Um, I think they, you know, it's Tom Brady until otherwise. Um, you know, I think I think they go there. I think um, Arizona will have a nice playoff run, maybe to the divisional round. Um, I think it'll probably be Tampa Bay. Uh, it'll be the Bucks versus the Rams in the NFC Championship game. Um, I'm just like I said, I'm really high on Matthew Stafford. I just I think that's going to be a really good uh, match match up there with the with them. So I think Tampa Bay will repeat as NFC champions. We'll talk Super Bowl after I talk the AFC. So then AFC, let's talk about it. I already said Chiefs. I think they will win the AFC West, um, the AFC South. It's Tennessee, and then the other three teams are awful. And Tennessee's really good as well, but, I mean, the Colts, I I think they're going to be not very good. Jacksonville, they're going to be bad. Houston, they may be Cleveland Browns level normal bad, you know. Uh, They're just, they're awful, and the whole Deshaun Watson thing's a mess. Um, So I think very easily Tennessee wins the AFC South. The AFC North, um, I do think Baltimore will end up winning that. Um, I think Cleveland may give them a give them a run, um, and a lot of that's gonna be, gonna hinge on uh, Lamar Jackson and the COVID stuff. 
Um, and if he, you know, if he, if he gets, if he's out with COVID or exposed to COVID, you know, with him not being vaccinated and I'm, I'm not making a political statement about that. I'm just, you know, with the NFL rules, the way that they are this year, um, you know, Lamar Jackson not being vaccinated, that could be problematic for the Ravens. Um, but I just, I think that they're still, they're still probably the best team, um, so I think they will pull out eventually. They will probably pull out the AFC North. I think the Browns probably get in as a wild card. Um, and I'll talk, I'll go back to the AFC West cause I think one of them may get in as a wild card as well. And then we've got the AFC East. Um, I think this is Buffalo's division to lose. I think new England will be considerably, uh, vastly improved. I think they will get in as a wild card. The jets are the jets. So sorry if you're a Jets fan. Uh, the Dolphins, uh, they may compete for a wild card. I just don't know necessarily if they're ready just yet to make that breakthrough. Um, the AFC West, I do think that the Raiders will get in. The, the Raiders or Chargers will get in as a wild card um, into the playoffs. And the to me, the AFC playoffs are going to be pretty highly entertaining because I've you've got some very – strong teams, but I think, you know, even on the wild card end of things, those wild card teams, I think could challenge your stronger teams. Um, so you've got Buffalo. Um, the, the, I think the three best teams in the AFC are Buffalo, Kansas city, Tennessee. Um, the key for the chiefs is if they can get home field advantage, I think they've got a really good shot. Um, but I think Buffalo is just going to have a really solid year. I think Buffalo ends up with home field advantage. Um, and so my prediction for the AFC championship, I think the Chiefs go out at the divisional round. Um, I just think they finally just run out of gas this uh, this year. It's, it's hard. I mean, it's extremely hard to go to three straight Super Bowls. And, you know, to get to four straight AFC championship games, I, I just – I think they're going to run out of gas um, this year. Um, but that – they will be back the next year, and, and you know, I don't, I, Mahomes is not done going to Super Bowls, but I just think this year it just may be a, too much of an ask. And I just, I'm really been impressed with Buffalo. I think they're they're the team uh, that could dethrone um, Kansas City. I think Tennessee is also very solid as well. So I think you're going to end up with a Buffalo Tennessee AFC Championship game. I think it's going to be in Buffalo, and it's going to be January in Buffalo. It's going to bode well for the Bills, and I think the Bills win the AFC Championship. And so we will have an all-be Super Bowl matchup, Bucks versus Bills. And I th- this is where it gets interesting. I think the Bills pull it out, um, and it's because they're built on this defense. I think they're going to get to Tom Brady um, and you know, I think Tom Brady's going to have a hard time, you know, staying, staying standing with the bills defense. I think Josh Allen will do enough to, um, get, uh, you know, get his team in the end zone like he does already. And, and I can't believe it, but I think the Buffalo bills will be your super bowl champions at super bowl 46. Um, Wow, <laughs> that, that'd be wild, to say the least. 
you know, so, but that's kind of my, that's, uh, like I said, I'm going with my gut right now. Um, it probably will change. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I really think Tennessee is going to be a strong team this year. And, you know, Kansas City could still pu- bubble up and, and, and go back. I just, you know, I, I'm looking at the history. History's not on their side to do that. And it doesn't mean that it's all falling apart if they don't this year. Um, it's just, it's extremely difficult to, you know, go to three straight Super Bowls and go to, you know, four straight AFC championship games. Um, I think they're, they're going to have to do a little bit of retooling, but I, you know, I'm looking forward to the NFL season. I I think it's going to be a great season. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of intrigue obviously, but we'll just have to see what happens. But those are my predictions. Like I said, those will probably change <laughs> um, as the season uh, wears on. Let's talk a little bit of Star Trek. And um, Lower Decks had a, uh, you know, a lot of people didn't care for this last week's episode of Lower Decks. Um, I personally, I, I still enjoyed it. I didn't enjoy it as much as the Tom Paris episode the week before. But I, I thought you had some really good funny little winks and nods in this uh lower decks episode this week um you know to me it's it's this one this lower deck show continues to be i think the most impressive of the new shows it was the one um, when they announced it i i was least excited about just because i didn't know how they were going to do a animated comedic cartoon about star trek and they've hit it out of the park uh most of the time um even their week week episodes i mean they're funny they're still funny and entertaining and they're they give you winks and nods if you're if you're longtime star trek fans um prodigy the big news this week they did release their opening credits um hopefully that portends that it's coming down the pipe sooner rather than later Uh, i'm going to talk about kind of my prediction where where they may be premiering here in just a second and then we had some big news coming out of picard um the they have cast an actress to play the board queen it's a new actress it's anna Wershing. uh she's been in a lot of stuff she was actually in 24 um for two seasons and then she also did the show timeless um was probably the other big thing that she did, but uh, so we are going to see the Borg Queen in this new season of Picard. Um, again, I'm really intrigued to see what they're doing. I think we're going to see a lot of legacy characters, legacy moments um, with this season because I think we're going to be dealing with some time travel, alternate universe type stuff with the new season of Picard. Um, so this Wednesday is September 8th. That is Star Trek Day uh, because that is Star Trek's birthday. It premiered September 8th. Uh, 1966 so it's going to be the 55th anniversary and paramount is going to be doing several panels um with their current shows uh including strange new worlds and then uh some other kind of legacy uh shows and characters so i think we're going to be getting a lot of new information um on september 8th uh as far as star trek goes i think we will get a, an official premiere date for Prodigy. My prediction is Prodigy is going to premiere after Lower Decks is off the air and Prodigy will start and then Discovery will start at some point uh, soon as well. I think Prodigy and Discovery will be the two shows that overlap uh, to get those three shows in for 2021. 
But uh, yeah, I think we'll get a premiere date for Prodigy. Um, we're going to get, I think, another trailer for Picard um, and maybe a little bit more nailed down uh, when it's coming. Um, there's been rumors that they may be filming Picard uh, seasons two and three back to back. They have finished Picard season two. And so we may get an announcement that they're they're also going to be filming Picard season three now. Uh, we'll see. Um, Strange New Worlds, I'm really intrigued for that one because I think we are going to see, uh, we're going to get some sort of uh, maybe first look trailer or maybe even some sort of introduction to who these other characters are be, besides Captain Pike, number one, and Spock. Um, that one is going to be, I think, the latest one to premiere next year. Um, you know, I think we'll get... Disco- you know, Discovery will go into next year. Then I think then then I think you get Picard and then Strange New Worlds. Um, and then with Discovery, I think you'll I think you will get a premiere date of some sort as well. Again, like I said, I it'll be I think the overlap uh, shows this year are going to be Prodigy and Discovery. So what would be interesting to me is could we get an announcement regarding the movie that's coming out in 2023? Um, maybe we'll see. But yeah, tune in Wednesday, September 8th, Star Trek Day should be interesting. Um, last thing we're going to talk about, we're going to talk a little bit of wrestling. AEW All Out is tomorrow, and it's a pretty stacked card. We've got, you know, CM Punk is going to be making his first wrestling match in over, you know, seven years against Darby Allen. I think he will beat uh, Darby Allen, by the way. Um, I think they've got big plans for CM Punk. You know, I think Kenny Omega will retain his title. Um, those are the big matches. I think the biggest uh, news that will come out of AEW All Out is I think you will see Brian Danielson make his appearance in AEW. Now, where will he make his appearance? Could be after Kenny Omega beats Christian Cage um, to set that up. Um, could be, I, I, you know, that would be one one way to do it. Or it could just be just a uh, individual appearance. Hey, I'm here. We'll have to kind of sit and see. But you know, AEW uh, still pretty impressed so far with what they're doing. Um, it's so good to have another alternative to the WWE. Um, and they're certainly not at WCW ninety six ninety seven yet. But um, I think they, the if the decision making continues, I think they can get there. Um, we'll kind of have to see what happens. Uh, the big news that ca- that came out of WWE this week is uh, we've got the SmackDown next Friday. It's it's being billed as a Super SmackDown. It's going to be at Madison Square Garden. Uh, you know WWE tends to pull out all of the stops when they're at Madison Square Garden. That was the longtime home of WWE when they weren't doing uh, traveling shows. When they were more of a territory territorial promotion, um, they've already confirmed Brock Lesnar's coming. Coming back next week, I think what will be end up being set up is Brock will face Roman Reigns at the Saudi Arabia pay per view Crown Jewel. I don't think they will face each other at Extreme Rules. I think Roman Reigns ends up facing Finn Balor, uh, doing the Demon persona at Extreme Rules. Um, they've also set up um, a contract signing for Bianca Belair, Becky Lynch. I think Becky Lynch will will win at Extreme Rules. I think she's going to be have a, have a long 
title reign. Um, you've got a rematch, Edge and Seth Rollins. That'll be interesting to watch, see see what direction that heads in. Um, I think Seth Rollins probably wins, and maybe you do some sort of angle to uh, have Edge go away for a while. Um, we'll see. But that should be an interesting show to watch um, and see what kind of setups we have. You know, we're, we're supposed to be having a draft pretty soon as well. Um, I believe it's in October. So they'll, they'll probably begin to start setting that up as well. I think you'll have extreme rules and then you'll have the draft and then they've got the uh, Saudi Arabia pay-per-view. Um, and then I don't remember what the October pay-per-view is going to be this year. It's normally Hell in a Cell, but, uh, you know, they moved that to June. Um, so I don't know, battleground, maybe who knows, but, uh, you know, should be a pretty solid show at Madison square garden. Um, overall, like I said, they like to pull out all the stops and they haven't done a televised show at Madison square garden in a while. I mean, even, even pre COVID they weren't, um, they had kind of stopped going to Madison square garden and had been going to, you know, the Barclays center when they hit the New York area. So it should be a pretty solid show. But overall, I hope everybody has a great Labor Day weekend. Um, you know, it's stay safe. Um, watch a lot of football. There's going to be some really good football games. It's not just tech. Um, but you've got some other pretty solid games uh, coming up this weekend. And then, you know, we roll right into the end, the start of the NFL starting Thursday. So, you know, football season is here. Hopefully the weather starts to feel more like football season. <laughs> Uh, and not summer, um, you know, but we'll, we'll, you know, we'll see what happens there. But anyway, I hope everybody has a great week and I will see you next week on the Chris Carpenter show.